This is the Powerful Practitioner Podcast, and I'm your host, Paige Kane. Whether you're an intuitive coach, an energy healer, a psychic reader, or simply an at-home alchemist, you are welcome here. Yes, inside of this podcast, you'll attune to the spiritual practices, principles, and insights that will bring you instantaneous magnetism, life-changing internal shifts, and of course, massive soul growth. Your intuition led you here. Now let's get started. Oh my gosh, powerful practitioner community. I am back. I am back. I feel like the last podcast I recorded was years ago. I have been just moving through so much personally, energetically, inside of Future Intuition. We've had a lot going on. I think I'm in the middle of a massive rebirth. In fact, the other day when I was out on a walk with Pal, my cute little doggy, she's hanging out with me <laughs> inside of the office today. When I was on a walk with her, the first thing that we saw were three snakes. Yes three snakes in a row. And I am actually someone's snakes have like a really big meaning for me personally. They are a part of my energetic practice. I'm not going to dive completely into that because it's, it's personal, but snakes really mean, I was like, where, where was I going with this back on track page already? So snakes mean rebirth. They're such a symbol of, of healing, of shedding, of being reborn, of a big release happening in order to open up space for what's next. And I really feel like that's the energy I've been moving through. The number three also being a number of like cycles. When you see the number three, I always think of things that come in like a triple archetype. So you think mother, maiden, crone. There's always the example of the Holy Trinity, right? So things coming in threes, threes being such a number of cycles. So I was out on this walk with pal. We saw three snakes. I'm thinking like rebirth, rebirth, snakes, sign of rebirth, the number three, three snakes, another sign of rebirth and cycles. And that's really the energy I've been personally moving through. My goal getting on this podcast as I come back is to share more of myself. I share more of my opinions, put my sassy shaman pants on and really, really speak my truth. I think I always say, gosh, this is such a rant. I always say that the podcast is my safest space. I feel so good in this community. And I've really had some big like throat chakra openings recently. So I'm ready to play in this new level where you hear more about my life experience, where you hear more of my little opinions and tangents and rants and riffs on things that are important to me as an energetic worker, energy healer, shaman, psychic, all of the things, whatever title you want to use. And to get back to my snake story, we're circular today, which is total page style. To get back to my snake story yesterday or two days ago, no, yesterday, I saw a snake skin, which for me really completed the cycle of like, oh, okay, the rebirth has truly happened. Seeing the live snakes was like, hey, 
this is a sign like you've been moving through something and seeing that skin that has been shed. I'm like, oh, it's go time. It's really time to be reborn now. So whenever you see symbols, and this happens in readings a lot for me, when you ever, whenever you see a symbol and it's like really big, really prominent, and this sign, this symbol has meaning to you, and then you see it again in a really big, noticeable way, like sometime span later, either a few days later, maybe even a few weeks to a month or two later, you know that there's been some form of energetic completion. When I am doing the year ahead readings, certain clients, I'll be channeling like certain symbols. We'll see it a lot come up in the cards and they almost serve as these like time markers. It's like, okay, in May, this energy is coming up for you. And then the completion of that cycle, the working through of that energy is going to then end in October because we see that same sign or symbol again. So I hope that all makes sense. We're going to be talking about signs and symbols a lot today because, oh, there's this like big misconception that we have to be fucking waiting for the universe or waiting to talk to our guides or waiting to receive intuitive information. And today we're going to play Mythbusters a little bit. You can be in constant conversation with the universe. You can set up intentional containers to communicate with your spirit guides. We do not need to wait to move, to take action, and to feel grounded and rooted and so supported in the decisions that we're making. And I feel like I'm making all these rookie mistakes as I get back into podcasting. There's like shit playing in the background of my computer. I'm hoping no one can hear it. And I'm sure Austin my brother and fabulous podcast editor will catch it if there is. But anyways, I feel like, whoo, wow, we're like really just jumping back into this. So today we're talking a little bit about spirit guides and maybe a few other things. We're just going to sort of see what happens. It's really been on my heart, on my mind. My intuition has been ping, ping, pinging me to bust this myth that we need to wait around, that we need to wait for guidance, that guidance is just going to come to us in these sexy, quiet, blissful, meditative moments. And we're going to flip the script a little bit on that idea because you can one, be in constant conversation with the universe. I am. And it makes life that much more magical turning the mundane into the magical. I talked about this, I feel like, on Instagram the other day. It makes your life feel like, ooh, that much more yummy. Like there's that much more going on around you in the present moment. And then we'll, we'll also kind of tap into creating your own containers to receive guidance, especially from your spirit guides or a spirit guide. So how can you be in constant conversation with the universe, with the world around you? How can you be affirmed by the universe? I really recommend creating your own meaningful dictionary, I guess. <laughs> in me, for me, it's a little like note in the notes app of signs and symbols that hold meaning for me and that I have communicated with my guides, the universe, that, hey, these things hold meaning for me. 
And this is how you can help me out. For example, you're driving in your car. You see the number 222-222, however many twos, a bunch of twos on a license plate. And in that moment, you're like, oh, cool, angel number. But that number like doesn't hold a specific meaning for you. So in that moment, it's exciting and maybe like slightly affirming. But when you add meaning to that 22222 number or seeing a bunch of twos, you are receiving something back from the universe, something that is meaningful to you. So for me, if you didn't know, my favorite number is 22. And when I see 22 or any number of twos, I take that as an affirmation, as like a, hey, you're on the right path. That is my, you're on the right path. You're in the right place at the right time. You're doing the right thing. Affirmation. In fact, I recently was just editing the podcast as I record. And I said the word spirit guides or the words spirit guides exactly at beat 222.2. Can't make this shit up. (laughs) So I have taken this, this symbol, this sign that I often see in my daily life And I've given it a meaning and I've communicated that meaning to my guides. So I feel more affirmed on my path. So I can be swept up in this beautiful conversation that I am constantly having with the universe. It also brings me into this deep state of presence as well. Like, oh, I know the universe is going to show up for me so I don't have to worry. It takes me out of that state of worry. And I have more signs and symbols. And my encouragement is for you to have more signs and symbols than just one, two, two, two. And they can have different meanings. So I have a certain symbol that I look for when I need to like, when I'm making a decision and I need that confirmation that I should say yes. And it is like a big yes. And I ask for an obscure symbol in kind of like strange, strange situations, not in places where you would see it, but in places where it's like, oh, that's kind of funny. That's there. Mm. So in my notes app, I just pulled it up now. I have a list of my signs and I have signs for reassurance. Like you're in the right place. You're doing the right thing. I have signs for like, hey, abundance is here. Abundance is on the way. I have a sign for like a big yes. I have another sign for, hey, this is like definitely the right place to be. And then I have like signs and symbols just for, to signify to me that this is a magical moment and to like really, really take things in. So those are just a few examples of the signs and symbols that you could utilize. Like you get to choose what the sign or symbol is. Is it a sun? Is it a half moon? Is it seeing a certain weird emoji that you never use anywhere else, right? Is it a strange animated movie character? I have an animated movie character, a strange animated movie. Oh my gosh, let's try that again. I have a strange animated movie character, like an obscure character. And that character pops up from time to time in my world. And I would never have paid attention or noticed if I had not assigned assigned it or given it a divine assignment in my life. So play, have fun, be curious, be in conversation with the universe. The last thing I'll say is 
songs on the radio are one of my other favorite, favorite like affirmations. So I have songs that mean like, hell yes, this is going to be a great day. I have songs that are like magic is ahead of you. When I hear them, I think that, um, or like good things are coming. So use songs, use whatever you're drawn to and is fun and has meaning in your life and play, play and be involved with the universe. So as we get into this conversation around guidance, around you receiving things around, you don't have to wait. I want to remind you that you can also set up intentional spaces to have conversations with your spirit guides. We talked about spirit guides, I think, episode four of this podcast, and it's, it's been a while since I've mentioned them. But there's this big misconception that we're like waiting to be tapped on the shoulder by our guides to be, to be shown something really obvious that we're waiting for them, when by all means, as practitioners, we can set up sacred spaces to have conversations with our guidance team. So you can invite them in. You can host a space for them. You can design questions to ask and you can tune in to their responses. And sometimes we'll get some strange responses from our guides. I was one time, I was doing a reading for a client And some mediumship style questions kind of just channeled in from this client's passed on loved one. And the message her loved one had was yellow dress. And like, that was it. (laughs) Yellow dress. And I, what I told the client was, okay, you have a loved one that is here and wants to tell you about a yellow dress. I don't know what the yellow dress means, but like, that's what I'm seeing, that's what I'm knowing in my claircognizance. And I'm really trusting myself in this moment. I was really trusting myself to deliver this information that like seemed really out there at the time. And and I told the client like, hey, you might want to write this down. Maybe talk to your family members and see if this is like a thing. Because in the moment, her and I were like yellow dress, yeah. Okay, cool. Like, thank you. Thank you. That's beautiful information. We, we both weren't sure what to do with that. So after the reading, a few days later, the client messaged me on Instagram and she was like, Paige, you are never going to believe this. And after talking to a few of her family members, they found her ancestor who had the yellow dress and that dress was so important that it was actually still in the family and her entire family was like blown away. So when you're having conversations with your guides, you just never know. You never know. So I love to write everything down when I'm having conversations with my guides or record it and then write down my takeaways later, especially if things kind of seem like, hmm, This might be something to ponder over or pay attention to, or maybe I'll receive an answer about this later. I just like to write it all down. But also remember that in these conversations, you always have energetic sovereignty to take what feels nourishing and to leave the rest, leave what feels unsupportive. So it feels so good to be back on the podcast. Thank you for listening. We're keeping these light and quick at least for right now. 
I know I definitely will have some guest interviews coming up. If there's someone you want to see on the podcast or hear from, I should say, on the podcast, send me a DM on Instagram at it's Paige Kane, I-T-S-P-A-I-G-E-K-A-N-E. And if you are just loving the podcast, loving this episode, if you love the content and feel inclined to leave an either a five-star rating and a review, if you're on Apple Podcasts, I would be so incredibly grateful. Also share this podcast with a friend who is into this kind of stuff, who might be looking for a sign or wanting to work with their guides. When you share this podcast, it just makes its way out into even more spaces and places in the universe, in the ethers, and it's really how we grow. So thank you all for being here. I'm happy to be back and I will see you inside of the next episode. I'm wishing you so much magic. Bye. (laughs) 